Hello everyone and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, let's start with a gentleman by the name of George Santana. He was a philosopher, a poet, a novelist, and lived in the United States. Now, he was raised in Spain, but he considered himself an American. Now, you can go back and research him. You can take and Google his name, S-A-N-T-A-Y-A-N-A, Santana, and you'll find that he is famous for a lot of things. But probably the most quotable quote that I'd like to use forever and ever. That's why I put George at the top of my list. He said this, Those that don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And I see this today more than ever. Let me repeat that statement. Those that don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Now, we're going to shift gears, but we're going to keep that idea in the back of our mind because we're going to take a look at what I think is a tremendous investment opportunity. We've talked a lot because of inflation, but we're going to talk now about supply and demand. Very simply, supply and demand. And there are a lot of people today who have this thing in their mind about cutting carbon emissions. Okay, the show's not about that today. We could get into that sometime. We could have a discussion. We could have an argument. We could have a good, and when I say argument, I'm talking about a philosophical argument where there's premises and there's conclusions. I'm not talking about me saying to you what I think of you as a person, screaming and hollering. That's one type of argument. I don't like those. I like the ones where you, well, it's philosophical, where you have premises and then you have a conclusion. Those you can discuss and debate, and they make for very good conversations. But this particular discussion today is about understanding history and understanding about what happened in the past. Now, for a while, when we first started coming up with our drilling, United States, our uh, guys that go sideways, our shale oil guys, they were hoping that at some point in time that to control prices, OPEC and the non-OPEC countries would eliminate the production. They would reduce the supply. If they could reduce the supply under the rules of supply and demand, because demand being there, and I'm talking about the last 10 or 15 years, if OPEC would reduce the supply, cut back, and then there would be, well, prices would go higher, but there would be an opportunity for the shale oil drillers in the United States to fill the void. And that's the historical lesson that we have talking about today, filling the void. Because those who are so bent on the reduction of carbon emissions, they don't study history. Therefore, they are doomed to repeat it. Now, what we're seeing right now that's happening is on the boards of American oil companies, companies like Exxon and Chevron, these particular companies are starting to see activists come on their boards. Yes, activists. Activists who are shaking their finger at what these companies are doing. Getting out there and drilling and looking for more areas of oil. Going out and trying to um, get more production to try to bring it forth. Not just in the shale oil. We're not talking those guys. We're talking about the deep oil drillers. We're talking about the big companies. We're talking about Standard Oil. We're talking about Exxon. We're talking about Chevron. We're talking about the big kahunas. That's correct. 
There's a big Hawaiian word there for you. I just threw out the kahunas. Yes, they're the big ones. But what's gotten happening is that with all of these activists on board, we're starting to see their stocks move lower. Okay, they're losing lawsuits. Activists are going and attacking and looking for a reduction of production, a reduction of of drilling, trying to get the oil companies to pull back. Okay, all well and good. Once again, let's remember what George Santana said. Those that don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. So, the activists are becoming successful. That's correct. They're seeing a reduction of production. They're seeing a reduction of drilling, a reduction of exploration. They're starting to get their wish. And their feeling is that there will be then that cut in carbon emissions. Okay, is that where the story ends? My response, are you freaking serious? There's more to the story than the wishful thinking of the activists. The activists are now starting to pull these companies back. Once again, go back to when the shale oil drillers were hoping that the big companies in the Middle East, the the, uh, OPEC countries, would reduce supply so they could step in. All right, we fast forward to now. We had, for the last year with COVID, we've had demand reduced. We've had people who are locked up. They can't go anyplace. They don't get in their car. They're not going to join other people. The demand for oil, the demand for gasoline has been non-existent. But it's a built-up demand, a built and pent-up demand. And so we take a look at it. All of a sudden, we've got COVID hitting and we've got the folks who are activists going on the board of these companies all coming together in the perfect storm. Why? Because supply is diminishing. That's correct. Demand was diminishing. So the activists think, hey, we're moving in the right direction. We got supply being reduced. We got demand being reduced. Hey, it's a perfect world. Really? Well, let me introduce to you what's called state-owned companies, SOCs. That's correct. Companies like Saudi Aramco. Abu Dhabi National Oil, Qatar Petroleum. And for those of you folks who are in the Middle East listening to this show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. These companies are not run by stockholders. They don't have a board that can be influenced by activists. These are state-owned companies. Russia, OPEC, companies like that. They are just looking and waiting for that opportunity. That's correct. The thinking is, National Oil Institute says, that in the next 30 years, state-owned oil companies, the amount of oil produced and consumed in the world will rise from 50% to 65%. These companies have been waiting. These State-run companies have been waiting for the opportunity for somebody to make a stupid mistake, for somebody to pull back supply so they can interject and spend millions and maybe even billions to fill that gap. And that's exactly what they're doing. Yes, companies like Exxon and Chevron, companies like this may see the shareholders 
who they're responsible to, who they report to, be aggressively wanting them to reduce their activity, reducing their production and reducing their drilling to try to cut carbon emissions? Okay, all well and good. The first reaction to that is the price of the stocks decline. But guess what? Here's where I take exception. I believe it's an opportunity. You should be putting into your portfolio oil stocks. That's correct. I think that when you take a look and we listen to what Santana had said, Santana had said that those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Well, what we're looking at is Saudi Aramco, the Abu Dhabi, National Oil, Qatar Petroleum, these and Russian companies, these companies will fill that void. And the demand, if we have less supply, the demand for what oil Exxon and Chevron does have will raise and rise those prices dramatically. See, Exxon and Chevron may have less oil, but they still have oil. They're not a fast food company, folks. They're an oil company. And Exxon and Chevron are companies that run horizontal, excuse me, vertically. They're vertically run companies. They they will find it. They will develop it. They will sell it. They will run in that vertical plane. And that means that that price that they're selling it is going to increase. In addition, given inflation, what we know and have understood about inflation, the price of oil will continue to rise. That means that the cost, that the rule of supply and demand will overwhelm the activist uh, goal of cutting carbon emissions. So when you take a look at it, will activism rule the day or will supply and demand rule the day? And I have to say, as a student uh, that was taught by uh, John Kenneth Galbraith, one of the greatest economists of all time, that everything is dictated by supply and demand, I think that there's no question that it is the activists who take the second seat. Supply and demand will rule the day. That means the oil stocks are a must. Really? Absolutely. They are a must. Remember, Santana said it. Those that don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And those who contradict that, well, the only thing I have to say to them is... Are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.